0: Willem Samuel performs as Escree Alain, and he's brought his music to The Antidote. Thanks for coming, Willem.
1: Uh, great to be here, all the way from South Africa to Canada.
0: That's right. We just had lunch and you're just about ready for dinner.
1: Uh, I just had dinner, so I'm actually (laughs) thankful that you were a bit late.
0: (laughs) I'm glad about that. Finishing a meal, so I'm good. You know, I have to tell you that this is probably one of the most difficult interviews I've ever had to prepare for. With you being from South Africa and your song lyrics are all in Afrikaans, everybody knows that I have no ability with languages. So, I used Google to translate the band name. This is bound to be wrong, but it came up with Shout Only. What is it that you're shouting about? That's
1: actually great. I like the translation a lot more. I would have translated it quite directly as "scream alone," but "shout only" is actually. I might actually use that as my English, straight up English <laughs> translation. <laughs> That's great. Um, it's an old band name that I came up with, you know, when I was in high school, and never got to form that band. Um, I've been a bass player, and if you've been a bass player, you know, bass players never form the band. You're always the guy that sort of other people ask you to be in their band (laughs) then you have to tag along so this band was um for me to do my own thing and so i just always had that name i think i just picked it because like for years i was trying to come up with clever things and uh you know catchy titles for music groups or for pop groups or whatever and i was just like well let's just use this this one so and I also think uh, I've rediscovered sort of some of my punk roots. And, you know, I think the, the, the time when I thought about the name, that was the kind of music that I was listening to.
0: Well, this definitely isn't punk music, what you're putting out. I'm not sure what it is. It's really a process for
1: me. Well, let me put it like this. Uh, I think for years I've been making music and things like that, but uh, I just wanted to, to just make it official. And not having a band, I just thought I'd make my own. And sort of create a band out of nothing, and you know, write music for it, and yeah, just just produce it. So what's been coming out has been kind of surprising for me as well, I guess. And it's interesting seeing the reactions, and it's also actually nice for me to feel like people overseas listening to it and what they make of it.
0: And that's where I had a hard time because, again, back to the language issue. You were kind enough to send me a loose translation of it. Now, I often have artists on The Antidote whose songs are dark. Yeah. And I wouldn't say that about Scriallian because it goes past being dark to being morbid. (laughs) You know, the songs on your EP are about death and bad relationships, like the lyrics from Through the Crew, Down in the Cubby Hole, Your Body in the Boot, RSG in stereo, Hands Covered in Sweat and Blood. Where did that come from?
1: That's literally the first African song I ever wrote.
0: I'm in my thirties
1: now. I was 19 when I wrote that. Um, this project of mine is, uh, is an attempt for me to make a catalogue of music and songs that I've written over the decades and years, and that was like one of the first songs that I did. And it is verbatim what I wrote back then, and, and I sort of I've always kept a, a good record of things that I wrote down or that I've drawn or whatever. And the visuals that's why i also did the music video for it because i already had all the visuals so it just seemed like quite an easy thing to start off with so the songs that you're listening to the reason why i think of them as punk is they were written early 2000s so i i was still into punk and all that or like punk rock i guess i should say um so they were written at that point so i always heard them in my head like that but i think as time has gone on and the way i'm recording and things like that um it comes over a bit differently The darkness was just where I was at at that time and I made like a kind of a a game I always play about sort of what do you rewrite or what do you rework and what do you actually just leave and just present it as it is. So at that point, yeah, I, I think it's very dark and morbid. I've always been like that, though. I, I think sometimes when people, are, especially like I think in my art or the things that I draw or write about, people see a, a kind of a darkness, but that's always been fun for me. Like I've always liked skull and bones more than I've liked, you know, photos of cats, for instance. It's just, <laughs> you know, I like gun movies and war movies more than something else, you know. It's for me, it's, um, it's almost like a language the kind of themes that I use, it's almost like you, you choose a specific kind of color or a specific kind of brush. You're like, I'm going to be a painter, and these are my tools. And so I think when it comes to the stories and to, to the lyrics, there are certain tools that I use and that I go for. Um, some are quite comfortable. And I, I think that these kind of dark imagery, it's it's a comfortable area for me, um, or maybe it was or, or whatever. But um, I, I think that's why I use it. It's not like I'm sitting morbidly and like obsessing and, you know, but ideas that make me laugh or that I think are funny or cool are usually from on on the darker side of the spectrum.
0: (laughs) That's just who I am, you know, It's that's me. You mentioned about your art, because there is more to Willem Samuel than just your music. You're actually best known, well, I guess not just for your comic art, but for using all different mediums. Yeah, so, I mean, Skryalien, it is a band and it is serious,
1: but I see it more as an art project. I mean, I'm approaching the thing conceptually in that regard. Um, on the one hand, like, I was in the UK for a long time and I did a graphic novel uh, called Moose, which is even more unpronounceable than Skryalien. <laughs> so I did a comic book while I was there, but I found comics was quite inaccessible. And on the other hand, I did, like, animation and then I was like, I always had this, I've been writing music, or you know, since I was a teenager. Since I picked up a guitar, like I was, you know, I think 12, I picked up a guitar and I, I learned two chords and then I wrote something. Like it's always been one of the biggest joys for me is writing music and composing and making things out of nothing, you know. That's one of the greatest things about being an artist, you know, being able to exercise that gift of all that talent. Um, and I just had this music thing on the side and it's, it was always like a frustration for me and like, kind of like, yeah, what I'm going to do with it or I should just leave it. I've always been trying to quit it and whatever. So it was about a year or two ago. I was like, look, I'm just going to make my own band. And what I also thought at the same time was like, okay, well, well, let's infuse the music and the art and the comics and all these things and, and put it together and let's see what happens. And so that's the EP that I released is, uh, I released it as a comic book, as a video and then also, also the songs. And it's been interesting to see like, the kind of fusion that's happening. So I do use analogies, but you're probably going to hear some more today. Like It's easy to translate you know, musical analogies and using art. I, that's something that I do a lot.
0: That's an interesting thing about creative people, is that they often have more than just a single outlet. With yourself, what takes dominance? Would it be the comic art? Would it be the fine art? Or would it be the music? Um, I mean, I've been finding that
1: question for years and I do look at it sort of suspiciously um, for me personally, I guess, or pressure to sort of to specialize or to go into one direction or the other one. And I guess it also has to do with what you're the best at. You know, are you really proficient with one tool or another one? Like which one can you express yourself the best with and so forth. But I find my creativity works the best when I've got everything running on, on full cylinders. Um because every time I'm like okay I'm, uh, I'm now I'm a comic artist, which I did for a long time. I would like put myself like in this sort of category of artist, and then it would inevitably become dull or frustrating or you know not fulfilling in a way. Then I would just naturally sort of pick up a guitar or start painting or something like that. So I've always found like the more branches of things that I use, the actually the better it goes. so I'm like, I'd rather just think, okay, I'm just like an artist in general, but also not like in a in a snobbish kind of way um you know i do i do also work and freelance for a living and things like that so it's not about like picking a specific career path or going in one direction or another one i think it's sort of using all all of the gifts you know and where they fit in and so and for me is again it's been a way of just combining them and seeing where it goes and the exciting thing has been with technology and things changing um just in my lifetime, it's impossible to do all these things and for creative people to choose how they want to create and what they want to do. I think there's freedom to not be like, oh, I'm a musician or I'm an artist or I'm a painter or I'm a comic artist. There's freedom to
0: be fluid. It sounds like you enjoy the challenges. Um, yeah. I mean, no, yes
1: and no. I mean, I wish it was easy, but I think I've just come to a point where I've sort of just accepted who I am and what I do and what I like. And I think also trusting myself in the creative sphere the pedantic about certain things like i've just like look this is what i like i like doing this and i like doing that and, and okay that's what i'm gonna do
0: i'd like to hear more about your i don't know sure is a comic series or graphic novel it seems to be autobiographical
1: yeah so it started that in 2012 i did like a six-part series um called mingle moose which is translated like mishmash well, the idea there was that yeah, it was an autobiographical comic. And in the end, it kind of it became something else. But yeah, I, I drew that and did that in the UK. And that was an attempt for me. Like, for years, I was in Cape Town and um, was also, like, kind of heavily involved with the church and things like that. Yeah, I worked a job and then I went and I did lots of ministry and things in the evenings and the weekends and things like that. And that was what I did. And when I went to the UK, I was like, look, I just want to do one thing in my life or one creative thing. And I thought, like, what is the one thing that I can do? And it's like, well, I can draw comics. And so I was like, okay, well, if I ever want to do something in my life, it's like to make a graphic novel. I've always wanted to do that. So, and, and then I got the opportunity to do it. And it was an autobiography. It's six parts. Every book is drawn in, like, a different style. So each one is a day in the life of my life at a, at a specific point. Um, it's like a Carol and Hobbes, but for adults, but it's kind of uses my life. So it's like kind of this flights of fancy and things like that. You'll see in it, there's a lot of music and lyrics and things like that. So there's some things I explore with like love and relationships and things like that. It's just about growing up and being a teenager. That was good for me to draw it while I was in the UK because like I started examining the backdrop and obviously the backdrop was growing up in South Africa. Um, You know, the book starts off in 1997 and that's like three years after Nelson Mandela became president um, which was an amazing time in this country you know the, the nation the country being in flux and things changing and going this way and that way and yet you know you're just this kid and you just worry about you know whether this girl is going to date you or whether your parents are going to ground you for sneaking out or you know you're worrying about social pressures and things like that so it was definitely a very layered comic which was fun for me about it, was that I think the religious theme in the book is constant and and comes to the fore in the later books. And where I did quite a, I think, a very honest examination of church life and church culture, like the good and the bad and the things I, I, I experienced, which was in a way cathartic for me to sort of to work through it.
0: You brought up about the aspect of your faith, and I think that's probably what's confusing about your music, is that you are a Christian. And I usually find that faith comes through in an artist's work in some form or another, but that doesn't happen with Scree, Aline. Are you wanting a disconnect between the two in your music?
1: Um, I think the, the one thing is that the music was written a long time ago, not as a Christian specifically, yet I wouldn't say that the songs that I've released now are without Christian context. My favorite song on the album is called Fader, which means like Burn Father Christmas. It might come across as even sort of religious, but and I never thought of that song that way until I quite recently sort of reworked it. Um, and it, it's a quite a strong attack on consumerism. Exactly. Um, which I like and how, how this thing has been hijacked. and. You know, me and my partner, we were we were always in Christmas with the family quite sort of horrified how kids would be like, hey, if you behave, you know, you're going to get presents and if you don't behave, you're not going to get presents. And we're like, you know, this is just confuses the whole thing about grace, you know, like teaching children about like, you know, you, you get good things whether you deserve them or not. I don't know. It doesn't seem like a good system anyway. We're just like, I don't know if we're going to teach our kids like, you know, that one day. And then... The second song, which is X Macy, which is like a whole medley, it's like about a seven minute song. i just I just took all these little segments that I wrote, at, at, like the first girl that broke up with me, like I just wrote like six different songs and I put it all together. And even there, there's quite a lot, a lot of you know praying for you, but it didn't happen. and I mean the the lyrics are still cynical. And what I like about um Derek is that in the end like there's even an angel. So it's, it's always been something that's even, I think, even before I would say I became a Christian, I, like religion and thinking about God and things was still prevalent in my work. Um, I think on the one hand, we need to understand that I'm working through material, but on the other hand, I also feel that for years i would used my creativity specifically for a Christian audience. And I found that to be challenging. Because immediately I started thinking about my work, I started censoring it in a way. And it was kind of an unfair thing for me to expect me to paint or to do comics and things and for fellow believers to like support me in that. Like it it felt to me like it was like my art and my music wasn't specifically for Christians. Um, Not that it's not for Christians. Like there was years where I just really overanalyzed what messaging things would be and like, you know, what kind of message I'm sending about the message and things like that. But for me at the moment it's more about creating and making something. And then it is what it is. So sometimes you'd write something and whatever and it it would be very religious or and then sometimes not at all. And then sometimes even sacrilegious or sometimes sarcastic, sometimes angry or whatever. But I don't want to not make a song or not write a lyric or not paint something because I'm kind of second guessing myself and also just allowing it to be wrong or to make mistakes or for it to be, um, something different or even something that I might even personally disagree with or whatever.
0: Explain more about the music and your art. Do you find that there's a strong relationship between the two? Um...
1: The way that you make music and the way that you make art is, is very different. So it comes from different places. Like a song or a lyric, I always find is something that's quite spontaneous. You know, you're either writing a lyric or something comes up in your head and you're like, oh my goodness, like, and you write it down and, and within like 15 minutes, you've got song, you've got it. Okay, now you kind of have to remember it. So you either record it on your phone or you, you keep practicing this line and you work it and whatever and then... And then it's this process, to, whatever that idea was, to in the end capture it and, and to sort of present it. Um, while with art, I feel it's it's almost the other way around. It's like you're really not sure what you have until right at the end, <laughs> until you present something, or until the painting is done, you're like, oh, this is what I wanted to do. Um, so that it's kind of a process that comes from very different sides. Um, but I mean, with, with music and with comics i think comics in a way was was something that sort of got me into the idea of like of being sort of more multifaceted You know, a comic book would, you know, you would write and then you would draw it and then you would sort of, you know, be like a director, almost like directing a movie and the different angles. So there would be like actually a sense of sort of cinematography involved, Mm -hmm. doing text and graphic design and story writing. And then, then, I mean, when I published my book, I was like, geez, I'm I'm actually an author in a way, you know, it's like I never thought of myself as a literary person. using all of these different things and then to make one thing so the idea for me to then think like well what if I put music on top of this sort of came quite naturally because writing was already involved so I was like well if I've got all these lyrics I've already got the words and um, so what if I put music like what's going to happen with the art and how I draw so and that's what I've been working on for the last year or two and it's it's been very challenging but very exciting um You know, you would work on a song and then later you would sit down and you would draw like a little animation or some some ideas or come up with characters and things like that. And then that would influence the lyrics. And then you would go back and record like a different set of lyrics and so on and so forth. Um, At the moment, what's been working best for me in terms of like just getting things finished and not always tinkering with it has been to exhibit, which has just been like a case of opportunities. So I'm also not 100% sure which is the best place to show this music how to present it, Um, because I've been playing live, and I've been playing with the guitar and stuff here around Cape Town, Um, but I've then also had an exhibition where I presented the video with the comic books and things like that. Um, So it's just a lot of fun mixing it up and seeing what comes out, and I kind of really like the idea, and it's also sort of why I picked the name Skryalien in a way, it's also a pseudonym. Just sort of a, a a bit of a front, just something that I can sort of separate myself from from the things that I'm doing, and I'm I kind of like that idea of being, a bit more elusive. I don't know, maybe it's my anti-consumerism. I mean, if, even though I am one as well, it's it's just sort of this rebelling against it in a way, being being bit more elusive and and not so understandable in a way. So I kind of like the idea that. I sometimes exhibit and then people think I play it live or I play it live and then people think, oh, did you do an exhibition or is are you a comic artist? Is it I, I kinda like the idea that Screelin isn't something it's like, oh it's this or it's that. The challenge is for me now like is that the music, the lyrics and the art are on the same standard. So that it's it's not like the one is obviously weaker than the other. So that's something that that's been challenging you know, making sure you spend as much time honing your drawing skills as you do with your recording skills and your vocal training, and you know my bass playing or guitar playing and all that. It's keeping all these things going has been uh, has been challenging,
0: um, but uh, you know I'm ha- very happy with what's coming out. Earlier on, you'd mentioned about the other translation of the name, "Scream Alone," and hopefully it won't be screaming alone because I guess rumor has it that you have plans for a new release coming out in the spring.
1: Yeah, so um, next year there's a big festival and sort of they've given me a big exhibition room. So I'm going to do like live shows as well as an exhibition with paintings and with videos and things like that. Because the songs that I've released now was part of a bigger collection. So I've recorded, I think, about 12 tracks. I put out these three first. And so I've got like another six or seven, which I'm really working hard on to release next year. And that also with videos and things like that, I'm working on the videos at the moment. Um, Not all of them are animated. Like the other one I just finished, you know, we shot in London here with a camera. (laughs) So (laughs) again, it's me doing something and being like, okay, I've done that, like moving on to the next thing. Um, But Skiralian has given me a very nice, comfortable sort of, um, I guess, concept or context to work in and to create the aesthetic that I'm working with is helping me to sort of hone this into a specific direction, all sort of encapsulated by this, you know, by this thing. Uh, we'll see.
0: <laughs> well, well, I'm going to be looking forward to anything and everything that you bring out. Listen, thanks for coming to The Antidote. I really appreciate this talk.
1: No, I also, uh, really, it's uh, it's nice to talk to some people about my work and to some questions as well. It's it's actually been a while and I find refreshing to remind myself like the things that motivated me and like sort of got me started along this track, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's been good for me to chat to you, man. I appreciate it.